tiredness, you know, at some point in their life where, you know, with my daddy had deadness. And, and, and so they're going to carry that to their kids and their kids and their kids, and there's a possibility then for them to, you know, go from aliveness to ecstasy to whatever. <clears throat> what I'm thinking of is, if I know, I don't know exactly what your job is, but if you're, if you're doing technical repairs on computers, for example, in a, in a company, okay. then what what I would do, or what I have done in other situations, is create the legend of who Vicky is. Who is Vicky? So what happens is, is there's ways that you can move or do things that, that send a shockwave into the future, so that what happens when somebody has a computer problem, they go, Vicky. Why am I going to call Vicky? Because I heard, because she's, because when she comes in, the computers get better all by themselves. Because things show up quicker, and, and I mean, the, I don't know, stuff just fixes itself around Vicky. And that's this shockwave legend that goes out from ahead of you. And then what happens is, is you show up, and everybody around you is already, like the miracle has already occurred, because Vicky's here. And then the job is like, you know, whatever, even if it doesn't work, even if it doesn't work, you know, everybody already is going, you know, there's, a, there's something that has arrived before. You know, David is, is a legend maker. You know, a legend of David arrived way before David did. And as I go, I know who this guy is, really. I don't care what he does or what he says, or I don't care. He can't dissuade me from the legend of who David is. Because I already know hit the shockwave of David's gestures in the prison system with regards to um, the, all the trainings and the work that he does with people, that has preceded him into the world. I mean, and I think he has, I think there's a legend about David in other prisons already, maybe in the government already. Definitely through the whole prison system, there's this guy, David Schlink, who's like, oh, oh him, you know, he's the guy, and it's like that legend goes out. So that then he goes to go ahead and do something, by the time he gets there, everything's already in alignment to support the action, that he'll, the next action, whatever he's going to do next. You know, what, however he's going to create and move and organize, it's already supported because he's created a legend that, like, moves things in that direction already. I was thinking Shane had the legend. You know, I haven't seen Shane in years, but i heard from Chris and i heard from Gene. It's like, I heard this huge legend about you and who you're being in the world. It's great to see you. And I've realized that I create a legend. I used to think if I only spoke about it in this way, in a pos what I thought of mm -hmm. is a positive way, then I created a legend. And I'm seeing that I create a legend and create certain results from that dependent on how I speak about it. So, you know, if I speak about the event or the intensive as, you know, what it creates for people and the wonderful possibility and all this, like that, that creates one legend that produces certain results. And if I talk about it in another way, that creates different results. So, even if I'm unconscious about it, I'm still creating legends. And they, you know, they serve some purpose. Yeah, so this is conscious legend making. Like, really, we are making legends all the time. And a lot of them are unconscious. Like, oh, okay, she doesn't like that kind of stuff. 
or don't ever give her this kind of work to do because it won't happen or you know don't ask him to don't eat in this restaurant yeah so we always create legends yeah ourselves. and the skill here is conscious legend making what we are always creating yeah so, so we're, we're talking about high drama legend making high drama legend so this training that i do called expand the box I've been working on creating the legend of it for a couple of years, and I'm starting to get phone calls in just from ripples from the legend, because the legend's going out there, and people are starting to call in and go, can we talk about Expand the Box? And this didn't happen, you know, a while back, because I wasn't so, I wasn't, hadn't created the legend, but now the legend's out there, and it's already, there's hundreds of people in Europe who have done the training, and now there's enough legend going out there that's starting to bounce back. And it's just, you know, then it's easy. And, and I don't have to convince anybody. They already have heard the legend. They don't, we don't even know what happens here. We want this. Great, because I can't tell you what happens here because you don't even, like, we don't speak the same language, but let's go. And so, and then that works. Yeah, so again, it's a, we're using common words, legend and making, conscious legend making, and or high drama conscious legend making and putting those normal words together to mean something that has a um, that opens up kind of a new universe of ways to work new ways to think about things okay so it looks like nobody else wants to go that's what it, that's what that's what it looks like so what I'd like to do is start to move into some decompression processes, which, which means that when you go in a spaceship, <clears throat> or re-entry process actually, when you take this, the voyage in the spaceship, what happens is well, we're going to come back to planet Earth. You know, in the next few hours we're going to sort of wrap things up and get back to where we started from and land and take the whole spaceship apart. This, this whole place we're going to disassemble, like James and Dinah were talking about, the everything in here, we essentially created the whole space, and we will disassemble the whole thing and vanish it. It'll just be vanished. And so there's a couple of, of um, there have, through the intensive before we've learned that it's important to do some of this kind of stuff, otherwise we just go, and it's like, <laughs> it's like slamming into a windshield, all right? <laughs> you see this stop frame, you know, and everybody's, <clears throat> yeah, the G-force is decelerating and hitting the um, denser world <clears throat> is, a, is more stress than necessary. So we're going to start to do some re-entry stuff. And what I'd like to do, we'll include some legend making, but the first part of it is a, if, we, if you get out a piece of paper and you write down um, Write for a while and say, what I learned about in the intensive. Just write down some things that you learned about. And try to be specific for you, you know, personally for you, for your own personal application, what I learned about. What I learned about in this intensive is or was. Is. Thank you. <clears throat> Intensive, <clears throat> what I learned about. 
is the gritty, gut-wrenching reality. <coughs> Excuse my voice. Let's see. The gritty, gut-wrenching reality of the pain of the liquid state. I've learned to consider. I've learned to consider liking that feeling. <laughs> no small right angle turn. <laughs> I've learned that baggage, along with practiced unconsciousness, clogs the pipe to, to accessing spontaneous go. Uh, shame is a choice. Uh, dumpster diving is essential, but it's not the real work that <laughs> means. My hidden purpose as a judgmental, chaos-creating competitor for knowing how to adapt to gain pleasure so I can be seen as the entitled one has served me well to get here, to get me here. I'm more than my box, and so are you. That I am ready to build some conscious laboratories, uh, one in my remodeling work empowering men to create possibility through tools and material and each other. Uh, two, in social work, uh, to join a team and work transformationally there, creating. Three, at home, by showing up in bigger ways, such as leading my family to consider our home space as sacred sanctuary for ourselves and honoring it with some basic organization and more by practicing being a space for my son by spending time in his room. I learned that at the event, actually. Wow. Space, time, travel, new dimensions, saying yes, just going, it's all a lot, I've learned. Feedback, just taking feedback, it's a lot. Got to do it. Thank you. Somebody else? What I learned about is that there is a difference between mind and imagination. Imagination is limitless possibility, and mind is a thinking tool limited to combinations of old memories. I learned about a different facet of my hidden purpose, that what I do with fear is trickery. I deceive people, lie, cheat, steal, in order to get what I lack. The other option is to use the fear to create what I need rather than taking it from others. I learned that my gremlin is a needy, revengeful, thieving, punishing slave owner. I, I learned that speaking to children about abnormal behavior, letting them know that I know too, can keep them from thinking there's something wrong with them. I can let them know that their normal really is normal, not the weird stuff. I learned that a captain with a mission is the first ingredient in a spaceship, not the most important, but what is needed first. Everything else is built on that. I am a captain. Thank you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Captain Michael. Captain Michael. <laughs> Somebody else? I'll go. 
What okay, John, go ahead. Oh, what I learned in the offense is how linear I am, how resistant I am to creating a gap. I learned how having a headache is just having a headache and it has no meaning. I learned how I am so grounded that I'm squat. <laughs> nice image. And I can be open and vulnerable and still be safe. I learned a lot about how Sue and I relate. And then I made some notes about the coastal game world and, and his blue and the mountain. Thank you. James? What I learned about is shifting identities, that I don't have to be identified with my box when I show up as someone else. Through shifting identities, I, I can access archetypal wisdom and be able to land it in other people and in space. What I learned about is getting a more succinct handle on my hidden purpose. I was able to let go of my assumptions from the past and find that I'm a cold, quiet, uncaring, calculating, revengeful, comfort-seeking terrorist whenever I am unconscious. But that consciously I source the principles of possibility and transformation through the principles of responsibility and team building. What I learned about is that my feedback is on sometimes and it's off sometimes, and that's just how it is. I learned that I don't have to quit giving feedback if it appears that the feedback is off, just keep going. There's wisdom in the room to make the corrections that are needed. What I learned about is being in relationship with men on a different level. I can take the conversation to a deeper, more intimate level without feeling scared that my invitation to relationship will be misconstrued. What I learned about is how I am adaptive so much of the time that being adaptive and that being adaptive only serves my hidden purpose. What I learned about is that I've been on the fringe path for a long time and I've always felt I was missing something because I didn't necessarily accept the prevailing culture. But in reality, the fringe path is so much more exciting that the status quo seems far from what I really want. Thank you. Somebody else? Fred? My weekend was about choosing. I learned a lot about choice. I learned the, per the pervasive nature of adapting and the concession and compromise inherent in that game world. The choice. Adapting is reinforcing my unconscious victim gremlin game. I learned a reference point for counterculture and how exciting that is for me. Fringe technology and the ways I lull myself back to sleep by accepting the prevailing culture as all there is. All the way from the grocery store to my credit cards, all there is. It has been a great exercise to see beyond the boxes I think I am and to see beyond the boxes others think they are. This expansive versus defensive weekend, a context conversation, has been alive and exciting. I learned that there's something beyond a new box, that the time warp I've been experiencing, that the distance between firm ground is not that I'm going insane, or maybe it is that I'm going insane, it's just a liquid state. I learned the, that pretending is a defense from imagination and possibility is fueled by limitless imagination. I learned that I am Fijvapai, a falsely incidental, vicious assassin <laughs> who 
system around illusions. I am from the planet Vishvapa. Vishvapa. I learned that I'm not having, in, if I'm not having engaged conversations, then my gremlin is. I learned how to cleanse a space. It really just comes down to choosing. That's all there is. That's what I've learned. I have much to say. My body is waking up. I've learned to choose. Thank you. Somebody else? David? What I've learned about is, uh, uh, one, how to play small. Identifying with my underworld, where I play victim, creating long, complex stories where I don't get what I deserve. It's uh, very easy to take the bait and create, uh, I create countless invitations for that constantly. My defensiveness is a good example. I walk around wounded, refusing to heal, pleading for recognition. Sort of, though, I do get recognition from some, but I create dramas where I'm slain. I play that well. I think if I'm good enough, and I'll be recognized and accepted. Two, in space, I don't have to be a hero. A warrior wouldn't go out without self-protection. A good king wouldn't send his good soldiers on suicide missions. I not only volunteer, I create the mission. <laughs> Three, I've done my time. I don't need to be in prison. I can have a higher purpose than serving my underworld. I need it, the world needs it. Four, be, the being sloppy thing. I will create a cleaner space for my wife and not get sloppy and supervision, playing easy, getting anxious, and being protective. Five, sleaziness. I am more mindful, I, I am more mindful around women and commit to no off-color humor for the rest of my life. Thank you. Somebody else? I'll go. Vicki? What I've learned about in this intensive is that there is a distinction between relationship and the laboratory. That the laboratory, like a spaceship, require, requires all kinds of elements which are necessary for not only the principles to be served, but in order to work with apprentices so that they can become possibility managers also. I've learned that you can't do it you, that you that you can't do it that I can't do it sustain the laboratory on my own energy it's like trying to fuel a spaceship with a matchbox of lit matches the principles you serve are the sustaining force and are the proprietors I've learned that there is a presiding deity in every space and I can say hello to that deity and honor and honor it knowing that because of the technology I have I have the ability to transform a space by being by inviting a presiding de deity which principles are served, through which principles are served. I have learned that there are diverse game worlds that can be created and explored that are high drama experiences that can be shared, felt, and understood, and that there is always a denying force present which can be honored also because it is an important and necessary part of any laboratory. I have learned that I can make a huge difference for people by 
dedication to my principles by providing value for them through helping them make distinctions, and that my value or worth does not arise from anything I do. It's not about doing, rather it's about who I am, who I am being. I had more fun helping others to help others than helping someone myself. This is the beginning of being a true manager, a possibility manager. Thank you. <clears throat> Anybody else? Baby? What I learned in this intensive is the unbelievable power of the gremlin to defend the box. I also experienced the awesome, beautiful power of being in service to principles. I saw people come alive, relationships shift, and possibility seem right there for everyone. Mostly, I feel inexpressible gratitude for this opportunity. I know how it feels to be stuck and think the group is insane and I know how it feels to be lifted up and supported by them and what they serve. The magic John created by defining the mountain is alive for me and I'm grateful to walk out of here with that. I learned a more expanded definition of the liquid state and more fully understand why some people say, is this mediation? <laughs> I experience the gap more clearly and will use the distinction about thoughts in my inner world. The cleansing space exercise felt like lifting a veil and I'm excited about using that. Ultimately, I'm awed that people are at stake and committed to my transformation and serving my destiny. And then there's being adaptive and I feel like, oh my God, look at all that. <laughs> I'll be Stay back. tuned for the next intention. <laughs> Sue? <clears throat> I learned that I can just go and access that through my anger. And I discovered that the more I go, the easier and more natural it feels. I learned about my bubble, how to snap it in place, snap my cord in place, clear my bubble the empty place with my golden lift and, and twang my cord. I learned about game worlds in a different way. I hadn't associated that name with the model. I learned about spaceships and travel and how that correlates to my meetings. I rediscovered my imagination and how delightful that was. I saw what I created when I wasn't clear with my communication and when I was. I saw how my affect my experience. I was so excited about spoon bending and expected to see my spoon bend over. And that didn't happen. I was disappointed and wasn't having fun. As soon as I saw that <clears throat> and what I was doing, I decided to appreciate the rest of the experience and I had such a great time. I experienced more about going and shifting in the rapid learning model changing identity and providing possibility for others. I learned that I'm almost 100% adaptive and that in the moment I don't discriminate between being adaptive, serving my destiny, and my preferences. I saw so many vast, awesome potentials in the room. I learned that sometimes I cut corners and sell out when I know better and then justify it as that's the way it's always been done in the past. I gained clarity about my hidden purpose, that I'm a superiority-seeking, adaptive, resentful, revengeful, confusion-creating, 
part of it can clean. <laughs> I learned that I am a part of the future of transformation. I learned about honoring the presiding deity, beginning with saying hello, and how quickly I forget that. I learned about the gap between my inner and outer worlds, and how I already knew about that and never had a name for it. Thank you. Somebody else? What I learned about in this tensive are many things, but one of the first things is the magic of imagination. Simply receiving an imaginary gift and expressing through my imagination opened a door in my unconscious. I was surprised but didn't realize then that something had begun to come loose and unravel in my body, and that door opened. The next day I began to experience it as something moving in my gut, traveling and banging around inside my abdomen. Within a few hours, I was experiencing diarrhea. <laughs> I knew I needed to go. <laughs> but my physical manifestations were causing me to be afraid. And finally, that evening, after two other women went, I could not stop from going. I was aware after that experience of release of an improvement in the clarity of my physical vision. It's amazing to see and to feel how our baggage clouds our perceptions, our vision, and crowds the space of our being. Something else I learned about occurred when we were telling the magical transformational stories. We had just finished making our one-minute presentations where I felt totally out of touch with who I was and what I wanted to say. But when I began to tell a story for someone, I felt totally connected, and I also felt a sadness as I was telling it, because I realized that this is not the place where I live from, and it could be. I learned that I can access the space of nothingness in the gap, and that from there I have limitless choices. I learned that I can change the space and my sp other space and my space by calling on my principles. Thank you. Anybody else? Go ahead, Sue. Uh, what I learned about at the intensive, one, how much I rescue people in my life and then I put in front of abuse people. Two, that I am capable of a high drama life through recognizing my gremlin and when my hidden purpose is in action. And, um, that is, I am an adaptive, revengeful, hateful, deceitful loner. Uh, also, by living my destiny of integrity, family, community, and possibility, which is the meta purpose of my business, and through service to principle. Three, that the underworld is the foundation for the upper world, and that I have to navigate through it and be familiar with it, with my underworld, to live in the upper world of conscious living. And then I wrote a quote that you said because I wrote it down. Until we own the underworld, we cannot own the upper world. Four, liquid state. That being in a fluid meltdown is exciting and alive and necessary to move to the next place. And fifth, I learned about laboratory. Thank you. Diana? Yeah, what I learned about in this intensive is that there is always creation, whether it's conscious or unconscious, and that what I create 
is a choice. Old decisions that I made before I could even remember simply don't hold up anymore. It's time to grow up and give up those old survival, hard to read my writing, survival decisions that were based on self-protection and fear and anger. Going down deep into my body and experiencing fears and anger made me realize that I'm bigger than that. And um, I've also learned that when I have a pain in my body, I need to listen to it, that it is trying to tell me something. I also learned that I can disconnect even after going there and become unconscious in a second's time. And often when I'm not unconscious, then I'm adaptive. And that too is a choice. And I choose to be awake. And that the tools of go, feedback, shift, go again, are doorways to being able to experience a different way of being. Shifting identities is also a different way of being that helps me get outside of my box and to see that I am not my box, nor is anyone else. Uh, I want to live out my conscious purpose in conscious creation rather than having my hidden purposes override and go back to my old way of being that no longer serves me. The world is a big place to play. I had never thought of life and relationships in the context of game worlds, riding in spaceships and creating the space to be able to live, work, and play. Honoring the presiding deity was also a new concept for me, to be able to come into a space, say hello, and then use the space to try to serve higher principles and transform people and places, wherever that may be. Thank you. Yeah, Kelly? What I learned about in this intensive is that from the spaceship model, I recognize that I've not put together a crew to take on a mission. I have people ripe and interested, but have not effectively enrolled them for a specific mission. From the spaceship model, I recognize that the idea of training teenagers to lead their younger peers on, at, on field trips at my farm creates apprentices for me and provides me an opportunity to practice and model skills that I've learned through the events and the intensive. I learned that practice around my indulgences, oh, well, that practice around my indulgences will free up lots of sexual energy, will create a burn, and facilitate awareness of how I'm using and misusing my own sexual energy. I learned that I am an arrogant, blood-sucking, backstabbing, vengeful torturer. I learned that I can stand in front of the room and practice leading a group of people, paying attention to where my center is or is not, making mistakes, hearing feedback, shift and go. I could do all of that and not die. I actually had fun. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned that it's possible for me to speak from a place of wisdom. I've learned that my gremlin is very alive and I love to indulge it. It's evidenced in the diet with Betty Lou, who repeatedly, easily hooked me into laughing. I learned that whenever I'm in the swamp about feedback, I'm giving or receiving. If I shift my identity, I have more fun and the feedback I offer is more valuable. I learned that the other women in the room see me as a powerful woman willing to lead others, and that is exciting. I also learned that I was able to show up that way because I didn't judge the feedback, didn't slide into the swamp, but kept stepping through my own fear. 
And most of all, I learned that I had made a contract and I'd broken it. And I learned how to form a bubble with a pink cord that I can fill with the golden light, basically. worth eating oatmeal for two days, don't you think? Kudos. Oh, there's so much being start off going, you would not believe, and just, and just keep going with that. Would someone like to share the legend of the intensive that they wrote? Yes. Okay. <laughs> believe this thing called the intensive. It starts. <clears throat> to start with, it, it lasts for four days. When you when you arrive, people are excited and ecstatic to see you. You are shown you are shown uh, oh you are shown their enthusiasm by no hugging. <laughs> 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 With an appetite of hidden purpose, <laughs> mosh pit and gremlin. Oh, you start with, uh, uh, we begin with a, an appetite of hidden purpose, mosh pit and gremlin. Then the food. You're fed a copious diet of feeling shift go, PMCP skills, and diet thinking. It's absolutely spoon bending. <laughs> Our physical needs are met with comfortable beds, excellent facilities, and great food. And then 
we are sent off with the knowledge that if we can hold on to this for just six short months, we can come back and continue the journey. <laughs> that's, written, that's written by John R. Lanier. That's cool. believe the places we traveled to in one not so big chamber we discovered the darkest recesses and caverns of our hidden purpose we've not slain these dragons but we have met them and they have met us we traveled to our inner world and inner dumpsters to rid ourselves of baggage <laughs> that was tethering us in boxes that were too small for the vast awesome beings that we were uncovering to live in we discovered that we were so vast and light when we experienced how compressed we had been with all that heavy, smelly baggage. As we began unfolding ourselves, we were amazed at how much space we took up and how much buried treasure had been hidden, unused and unvalued in the folds. As the process continued to unfold, we became more and more excited about how much we had to see and feel and explore and how much we had the possibility to create together. Thank you. Want to just go around Betty Lou? You would not believe that people can scream until they are hoarse and want more. That old, old stories and burdens can be lifted, healed, and vanquished. You would not believe that fuck you and a commitment to serve God can exist together. <laughs> <laughs> that people will stay up trying to bend spoons and then come up with 700 names for two bent spoons. <laughs> you would not believe how fun it is to laugh, cry, scream, and shake. You would not believe that healing can happen in complete and utter breakdown. You would not believe that a composting toilet is pretty cool or that sitting on the floor for four days is not enough. You would not, believe, you would not believe how funny we think throwing up is. You would not believe how much wisdom and love is available to you in this space. You can talk about anything and best of all, create anything. You can be inside a seal chamber for four days and beautiful surroundings with gorgeous weather and not care. You would not believe how real and alive the intensive is and how much we crave this. It's only a pit stop, but the journey will not be long or fruitful without it. My written legend is not very long because I was um, working on another legend in the <laughs> which I'm sure you want to add at the end. <clears throat> you would not believe that I went to a place where I not only got to scream as much and as loud as my body wanted, but the people that were there said more and go. <laughs> and I got to say things that I've always wanted to say. It's called the intensive. It's the only thing I have ever experienced where I didn't have to think. It was such a pleasure to rest my mind. And I didn't have to know anything. I must not have 
paying attention. <laughs> Legend making. You would not believe what got started. Clients waited for my services because they knew they could count on the product and more. Employees sought me out because it wasn't just a job. A social service agency was glad I came on board and the job was just the place to get started. <clears throat> my family heard me speak from my heart and felt my commitment and joined the journey on a consciously deeper level than they already had. Most surprising, old legends of me were amazingly enhanced, enlivened, transformed, and rejuvenated back into service. There were choices everywhere for everybody, and no one got left behind. I wrote a conversation to my friend Mike, who I have conversations like this with. Hey Mike, uh, you would not believe what happened this weekend. I spent a weekend inventing. Yep. I discovered a narphomanometer, <laughs> an incredible tool of a thousand and one possibilities. I want you to get some spoons and come down, and I'm serious. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the, well, the most exciting part of all this was when I got on the spaceship and the crew knew exactly what the narphomanometer was for. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds a little crazy, but you would really like it. It's so rare that this space, the intensive, it's so rare, and for the first time I realized, and I really saw possibility, not from someone else's technology that I could learn if I was a good enough parrot or a good enough pupil. It wasn't like being in school, but just full-powered, unleaded, grade A possibility, the kind we talk about. You know, when it's exciting and on stage, it's alive and it's happening and people aren't pretending. You know, I've been looking for a way to create transformational theater. I keep saying I want to create it. I want an arena to create it in. I want to create it. And I've been left wanting. This transformational theater. This was transformational theater and it was so much more. Over and over and over, the space, the chamber, as it is called, held the collaborative purpose of the group the collaborative purposes as individuals peeked out of their limited worlds and the walls started moving just like on stage in a masterful production. The only difference was you can't put it down when you leave. That's what we've always talked about, not being able to put it down. It is what we've always known existed. It's the best theater mixed with the best of people. It's creation in action for something more than a passing thrill. Mm. Intensive is a magical place. There's a magician by the name of Clint. He helped us use our imaginations to pull rabbits out of hats, pur furry purple things off of shelves, and just to go beyond our stagnant thoughts. There's a map of possibility which serves as a guide for where, the, for where we are in terms of creating consciously or unconsciously. The intensive is a place where everything is about choice, and with choice comes power. A lot of celebrities show up there, too. Uh, <laughs> Arthur Walters, Mother Teresa, Hillary Clinton, Attila the Hun showed up for brief cameo, but pivotal appearances in all of our lives as we shifted from one identity to another. Yes, this is a place where for four days you can literally be anyone you want. Uh, we learned... We learned and, li and lived in game worlds and laboratories, and that it's not just about. <laughs> 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 well, we did that too. 
<laughs> we also learned how to compost. <laughs> we climbed a mountain, explored uh, our, an RV mobile home technology, and yes, you will have to go to experience it because I can't begin to tell you about it in this short space. The intensive is also a space where miracles beyond imagination happens. All it takes is just a willingness to actually go. The intensive is a place where exploration happens. Not only do you explore the imagination, but there are chambers filled with all kinds of treasure if you just look. This is a four-day opportunity to look and go there and be able to take something back. Lives change, people shift, relationships deepen as we step into a new way of being in relationship and service in the world. You would not believe the intensive. We were able to transform a plain space into a sacred space where magic could occur. We were able to work together for four days and nine sessions without losing anyone from the room or starting late <laughs> even one time. It was an extraordinary experience of bonding, breakdown, navigating chaos, and finding our way out on the other side with new tools and experiences with which to create possibility for all the other people in our lives. It was a time of learning, of doing, of being, a time for accessing our conscious purposes to, help, to help make it different for everyone in the room. You really wouldn't believe the intensive. The food, the fun, the fellowship, it was awesome. <laughs> not believe the intensive. A black hole appeared, sucking down the baggage which had prevented people from turning right angles at light speed. Vast reservoirs of creativity and energy based on their ability to walk into unfamiliar territory and access their feelings. I saw bodies being reclaimed and delivered. I saw hearts being <laughs> awakened and anger used for distilling vague generality, generalities into specific and new realities. You would not believe how much winning was happening late Saturday night as David told the truth about what we're up against when we go back into the world of normal. I learned that normal is simply adaptive behaviors and in agreement and an agreement between people as a way to stay comfortable. You would not believe how much learning there was available to us in one small space over just a few days. The legend of the intensive. You would not believe what possibilities occur at an intensive. Participants are able to see and define their dark side through their hidden purposes and gremlins. And then there is more. Participants are given the opportunity to step into the principled upper, upper world of their teams and teams. Possibilities are unlimited. Old baggage can be discarded, allowing participants the opportunity to turn right angles at light speed. Even <laughs> demons can be sent packing. Conscious versus unconscious, regarding ourselves and others as vast, awesome potential. Always creating, always choosing. The intensive pays the way. <laughs>
would not believe how one person being themselves can fuel the transformation of everyone in the room unless you see it for yourself. Feel the burning in yourself. You truly have to be there. I was here when one woman in touch with her anger sparked a fire that burned away old baggage of mine about my mother. Another time a silent man spoke and everyone believed in magic and knew that he had no limits. The power of the group could be felt, but what impacted me most was the awesome power of one person being what seems impossible, being who they are.
do all that. So, and how, however you want to put the rest of our things in the car. Put the rest of your stuff in the car, and then however you want to rearrange posters and, you know, whatever you want to do in here with that. And then the dinner prepared and so on. Well, then Trash out, all that stuff. You assign several? Yes. Uh, Later. I have a question. Is dinner at five? So one of them will be getting here. So we really I'm, need to I'm, be ready to. Well, I need to be ready. You need to be ready. You like need that. to be ready. I ask him to be here at five. At five. Uh huh. Okay. So they usually come ten minutes. They early. usually right. do come early, so okay. you need to be ready. At least you, Clint, Fred, need to be ready. By four thirty. Uh huh. Four thirty. Four thirty-five. Okay. Question: Are we going to like tear up the carpet before dinner? No, no. no. Okay. This is for the. Can we take anything down? No, we'll leave the posters all up. I mean, the curtains. No, no, no. So, so let me say that. So after the, we'll have dinner, and then we'll come over there. We'll come back in here, and Corner will talk. And so after his talk, they will. Last time they stayed for, you know, another half an hour at least. And so then once they have gone. Then we take all this down, load it up, load all the kitchen stuff up, you know, pack all that up, load that up. Um, we don't really clean very much at that point because we have done it. We've pretty much cleaned, so there's not cleaning to do. It's just a lot of loading up stuff. And then, you know, people have last-minute personal stuff that they haven't gotten out. So. I have a question about that. This time we're adding dishwashing, and the, the guys who will be loading the space up will also be doing the dishes. And so that's gonna we're gonna have a little time delay there, okay. just in terms of getting the car loaded and the dishes in the kitchen done. Well, if Porna if Porna and his guests stay for a little while, then that would give us time to to go wash dishes and get that taken care of before we come back in after they place the chair things okay. down. So that would work too. All right, and then you said wash these glasses, so we're gonna remove labels and just wash glasses so they can be put out on the table. Right. Okay. Yes. I, I have some uh, commitments I need to serve uh, sooner than you know, late tonight, so I, I appreciate what everybody's done. And what I'd like to do is be able to help as much as I can help to leave early. Time do you have to leave? Well, it's whatever time I, I don't have to leave, I just, you know, it's a commitment thing. So what time are you leaving? If it's possible. But as soon as I can, whatever I can do to help out, I, I don't need to stay around for dinner afterwards, but whatever I can do to help out before that, I'd like to be able to do that. Yeah, if there's any way you could stay for dinner, that would be great. I stay for dinner, I bail after dinner, and this is probably That's fine. That's okay. That's fine. That's fine. It'd be really great if you could stay for dinner. So I'll leave at like six, after dinner, six o'clock then. Okay, Vicki, do you have a question? Yes. I would like to suggest that everyone please gather up all your personal belongings first before we start so that we can clear everything from the bathrooms and clean in there and that way all of our personal belongings will be in our possession and then everything can move out like you're that. talking about towels and all that kind towels of stuff. anything that you <coughs> might have left anywhere okay. and take everything pillows. out of the space mm -hmm. that's personal you know okay. your shoulder wraps pillows things like that and it, it, it you guys would could do the clean the dining so there's two other parts to the closing procedure. One part is a homework assignment that I'd like you to do somehow between now and uh, after dinner, which is to 
make a list of maybe five practices for yourself of, of ways to build mass for the high drama side of your life. Build mass. Build mass to create, um, just to create mass for behavior or uh, activity or time spent, even just spending time in those in responsible creating, conscious creating, in um, in whatever form is and write the practices as specific as you can, specific format one. Like David already said, one that he was going to do, just about the gremlin jokes. That's, that's a practice. So like somewhere around five, something like that. A couple more, a couple less, whatever. But and I'd like to check in with you about those before we leave. So we'll just have another circle after dinner, after we've cleaned up or something. We'll check in. So just have it in your mind about different practices, like four, five, six practices you could just take on between now, you know, for the next few months. These are your weapons against unconsciousness. These are your tools. Clint, let me make one other announcement, which I don't think will apply to anybody except Shane. Um, and that is that there's a meeting the morning after the intensive. There's a meeting at my house. So we'll meet in the morning from 9 to 1, and you're welcome to come. We would love for you to come. And that includes you. Certainly, we would love for you all to come, but... Terribly yeah. So we'll be thinking of you in the morning, you and David and Sue. And Dinah. And the uh, last thing is just I'd like to uh, do a stroke session acknowledging the magic that you saw in in each person show up over these days and we'll start with James and we'll just go around the circle and so Clint can we start with Dinah who has 10 minutes yeah we'll start with Dinah and then go to James and then go to Fred and we'll use them this bell does not mean dinner's ready but you can, you can sure smell something cooking in the kitchen we have little cups. We have those narf narf manometers. You can two people can drool at the same time. <laughs> so uh, I'll ring the bell. We'll shout James's name all together. No, and excuse me. We'll shout Dinah's name all together at the same time, and then everybody one at a time, as loud as you can, just tell clear, true, awesome, amazing things that you learned and saw and experienced with being in Dinah's company for the last few days. And then after a minute or so, I'll ring the bell and we'll go to James. And while we're talking to you, um, no comments, no speaking, just let it in. At the end, you can say thank you if you want. Dinah! Dinah! Dinah, it's the best funny faces I've ever seen. <laughs> Thanks for showing us the courage to go where you've never gone before. A lot of times I heard coaching from you. It was just amazing timing. It was, you were just right there, right, with telling people, go! It was your voice telling them to go. It, it's so clear to me that you're a member of this spaceship team, like you belong in the spaceship, because when you walked in, I went, oh, Dinah's here. <laughs> and all weekend it was like, oh, Dinah's here. And so I think just that you bring amazing heart and it's like that's missed when you're not here. 
that's what I was thinking too is your heart is so big and, and it's just, you just want to just want to connect with that and, and I see you want to connect with everyone in here and it's like that's just that's awesome Danny you have amazing courage and I'm so glad to see you again. I appreciate I appreciate you for making the effort to come down from the north country and I felt like Fred when you walked in it was just like oh so I mean it's just wonderful to have you just enter the door and um I already told you this, but I'll say it in this whole group, how much I appreciate that you're willing to, you're willing to transform yourself and be used in a war, in a domain that is so, you're, you're like David, you're in rocks, you know, to be in the political world and to stand for principles, these kinds of principles, I'm so grateful that you're willing to be used like that. And that's how much you, that's how big you are. And I, I really enjoyed being your roommate and just being with you again because I, I just love being with you. And I appreciate and want to honor how much you stand for your principles and how much you hold the context of this group. I mean, it, it does seem, you know, I'm echoing everyone now, but it, it is as if you haven't left. And it's great I really appreciate like how hard you work to work things out to get here. Like you said, I'll consider that, and then just from there you were just go till you got here. And when you got here, it was like I just felt like you'd come home. I just want to appreciate Donna how how wonderfully warm you are, and how much warmth you bring to the intensives. I hope you come back. James, you are you are alive. You are alive. I had fun looking at your face for a different reason. Whatever you need to go. It was just fun to see you. You had fun. You were fun. You contributed. You were. You just were alive. I absolutely loved being with you. James, you held an impeccable space here. Um, you just the way you served and the feedback that you gave i can hear your voice and you take that with me you know it's funny that you're interested in turning um right angles at light speed because you're the guy i count on for that really whenever i need something in space i'm i don't even think about it it's you you're the guy say james can handle this and <laughs> it's handled so that's fantastic james i learned a lot about just watching you and the way you serve the group you're an inspiration to me i appreciate just the how much work was happening off the mat like you know we had conversations you connected and i saw you doing it with other people but you and i had rich interaction that you facilitated happening outside of the workspace like you really started making it come alive all weekend long and i appreciate that and, and i also appreciate how much you do behind the scenes and and i just want to say that that the time agreements and the fact that we were never late I think has a lot to do with you. In fact, I, I think you held a space for that to happen for us this weekend. Thank you. I just want to thank you for the way in which you served the room and at the same time you always connected with me and I felt your presence and, and I was very nurturing and blessing. And I'm amazed at how you operated the video camera operated the two tape recorders 
<laughs> and were in the room yeah. and present and working with everybody all at once. I couldn't actually see your face when you were shifting identity. I just could see your body shift from the back and hear your voice change. And I was going, this is cool, because you were really doing it. You were really shifting. It seemed like the, the whole time, all I saw was your vast, awesome potential. I'm like, I'd never seen that before. And it was so exciting. And I got so excited when you would be my partner and I would end up in the same group with you. I just want to say thank you. You have been always a space holder in your life, and and where you are willing to go before anyone else goes is is always a wide open door for me too. And I just thank you for having the courage and the commitment and the vision to go there. Thank you, Fred. I've heard you use and I've heard you declare the principle of radiance before, but that is. You it were that. You completely were serving that this weekend and you serve you serve all of us and you and I really can't tell you how um, I appreciate what you said and what you created with me. Beautiful the way you got us started by like telling everyone what our potential was that we didn't see, and you got us started that way early on, and it set the tone for the week. Fred, thank you for bringing the background non-conversation into the foreground conversation today. Thank you for taking a stand on that. You're real clear and strong. Uh, thank you for sh thank you for showing that. Also, thank you for your humor. It's impressive. You are a conscious creator. You do it person by person and in this room. But I was also hearing you do conscious creation with Liza throughout the weekend. I heard you in this room talk about or ask questions about ways to make yeah. life different for him. And it's like you're you're beginning two or three months old and you're already creating a wonderful space for him to grow up in. Fred, if I ever hear you say I'm a stand for, I don't even have to know what it is I'm with you. <laughs> Doesn't matter. If Fred says it's a go, I'm in. I just appreciate how you're always willing to be the first to take the dive off the board and and just lead the way, and, and it creates magic. You are a manifested, vast, awesome potential. It's not potential, it's vast and awesome. I don't, I mean, I, I couldn't pick one thing to think of, because there's too many. Yeah, it's not problem too. But, I mean, that's kind of where I am too, and like, I so appreciate your commitment to everybody here. And you know, like to me to to be who I am. When we were making the list of qualities of crew members, 
it included being at risk and at stake and having necessity and not adaptive and like all I can think of is you. Thanks, Fred, for making the space for me to to do what I what I need to do and sort of speechless too. And I really do appreciate you being there too. That the party was made enormously fun <laughs> by the tools. that I feel like you you have been a part of this forever you know I feel like you, you I, I just want to say I'm really glad you were here and I hope that you will continue to be a part of whatever we create together thank you I want to appreciate your modeling um, the rapid learning model the way that you have taken your feedback and used it and shifted and gone again and continued to come back and ask for more and used it again is awesome. Thank you, Shane, for the stand that you take around uh, slapping us and we're willing just to point that out to you. There's a, there's a, a way that you, like the legend of you arrived before you got here and all weekend long I could see what that legend, how that legend was created. Like, there's a way you've touched the lives of men that come in and out of my life. And all weekend long I saw, oh, well that's the quality that created that. The sensitivity that got you to a certain, that got you to a willingness to have a conversation. And then the, just the sheer willingness to get up and have the porky conversation. Like, that's another way that those men see in you the willingness to go first the willingness to step up, do your own work. And that was alive, and it's alive in your legend. What I really liked is watching you do the, just be a warrior. Because you would just go, and I could see just, you take two steps and you're off the cliff, and you just keep going. It's so great to just have that as an example. Thank you. Shane, I, I, what really hit me about you was that you, the way you don't mince words. It's like, you name it, you call it what it is. And you don't try to make it nice or anything, no matter what you're talking about. This is the way it is. Shana, I want to acknowledge how unreasonable you were in getting here. You just moved circumstances out of the way, you were totally nonlinear, and you're, af you're after something, and you contributed so much about being here. I was just mesmerized, Shane, by the way words flow out of you. You know, when you when you do that Kermit the Frog song, I will I will never forget that. It was it was totally about the person you were serving. It was on key, <laughs> you know, and I mean it just flowed out. Of you. I thought, you know, how do you drive horses like that? <laughs> it was great. The Kermit song. It was beautiful. Saying, I see so few men. Shane, you have such wisdom in what you say. The feedback that you that you give is like it's right on, it's dead on. And you know, you've got a lot of that from your experience, but you know, you pull it from from 
some vastness that you've got within you. Of, uh, it's just it's just the vast wisdom that you're able to tap into, and you've got that, and it's just wonderful to see, and I so appreciate it. And I want to just appreciate and honor the fact that you have such a beautiful lightheartedness that comes all, all comes from the heart. It just enlivens the space. Thank you. Thank you. For me, it's the transition from necessity being in, contained in you, like you've had necessity for this work for a long time, and the transition for me that I've witnessed is that necessity is emanating from you, that you're expressing it, that it is clear, and it's no longer contained in your body, but it just is coming out, and that creates a tremendous amount of possibility for everyone around you. I, I was at your first event in Springfield. That's It's like night and day. You have just really changed. And when she said warrioress, that was just like, right on. I need to echo that. I was up there with you. And uh, you got a lot of power. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's an understatement. You kind of, you're incredible. You blew me away. I said, "How can that little person do that?" Well, <laughs> not little, but, but shorter. I don't geez. Yeah, I, there's, there's, there's like atomic energy. Or <laughs> I kept, I kept thinking, you know, is is this the guy that used to sit out in the hallway at the hotel and eat M and M's? You know, come on. <laughs> How do you get from there to there? Yeah. It's just wonderful, and, and the, the, the food that you've created has just been, has just been wonderful. It's, it's, been, it's been healthy, it's been, it's been creative, it's been delicious, um, and, and it's just kind of flown out of you. It's just it's wonderful. I'm amazed at, at the efficiency. The men are doing dishes, and I don't think you have a lot more time to prepare food than takes us than we have to do dishes, and it's a struggle for us to get done. I don't know. There's some efficiency going on there in the kitchen that I don't understand. Sue, you have such impeccability around the way that you handle the kitchen, and it's like in the past the women have been able to see that and maybe learn from that, but this time the men were in there doing dishes, and even though Fred sourced the, doing the dishes, it was your impeccability that made sure it was taken care of and it was handled. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, I don't even know how where to start. There's so much to acknowledge in you. And I want to I appreciate the work that took place before we ever walked in the door here. The hours and hours that you spent mm -hmm. in preparation and organization and I want to acknowledge that, and I am so grateful and excited about the stand you've taken for transformation. I just am so grateful and appreciative of that. 
Yeah, I've, in the last couple of years, I've experienced you over and over and over again as being a space holder and a queen, but now you're a space holder and a queen with a warrioress, and I'm really excited about that. I want to acknowledge that, that warrioress, too, and something that I've always noticed about you, but it was especially apparent to me in your demand that what a stand you are for So it was a good example for me to see you not not mix uh, the two feelings with your father. Uh, in the context of who he was and who he is, I, I really needed that same work. So thank you. Oh, you blew us out of the water this time, but you I'm just amazed at how much you've moved into your heart. You've always been a warrior, and you've always had clarity. And I just feel now such a big compassion coming from your heart that makes uh, it makes it sweeter. It sweetens the pot. Thank you. And there was a time, just for a moment, when you asked a question about the liquid state. And when you realize that like, you've been bringing people to that all along, it's just like such a, uh, like a shine, it's just shine. It's like a little beauty and it's just that, like you really got it and, and you just grow. Bailey being in the demand with you last weekend and this weekend, it's, uh, it's really, <laughs> it's amazing. When was that? <laughs> It really is, and just your your openness and your and your spirit just uh, really attracts just attracts me to be near you and around you. Thank you. Through this, through this whole intensive before and during, I really felt like I was on the same team as you. And I appreciate like the stand you've taken to make this happen, and like I love like. There are all these different channels of Betty Lou now, like all these different intensities and all these different, like I used to experience you in one way and like now it's so much fun because it's like, I don't know what's coming. I don't, I just see you like, being whatever's needed with whoever you're working with and that's so exciting. It was, it's been a great couple of weeks for me with you because like I was invited to participate with your class and it was like I got to see you in that arena and then and how effective you are in that arena. And then here, I saw why you were that effective. The level of risk you're willing to mm -hmm. take and the education that you're getting for yourself. The fact that learning is alive for you. And so it can be alive for them. But there is no end to it with you. And so I was just really thrilled with having you here this weekend and the space you hold and watching you take off. So that for me, it connected how it is you're effective with those people who want to learn what you know. Yeah, so it's just really exciting because I know that everything you learn, you give away 10,000 times to all the people that you're working with. And that your dedication to serving those people makes it so possible for you to just keep getting new stuff. It's just a joy to have you get new stuff. Betty Lou, I've heard you chuckle in the past, but I've heard you <laughs> laugh this weekend, and that is a healing laugh. It really is. It's a healing laugh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
thanks for inviting me, and thanks for, for being someone that, that pushes against me. I really appreciate it, but it's good for me. <laughs>
knows everything that you do. I never get the sense that you're that you're going for I'm trying to get something. Yeah. Like everything that you do is, is always a service to someone. Yeah, the support. You really are a support in that. It's, it, mm, that might have been your last piece of baggage you dumped. I mean, really. Maybe that was it. No, I'm serious. Like, there comes a time when it's like, yeah, the dumpster, you know. It's like there's, there comes a time when there's enough gone from me. You don't have to, like, worry about it so much anymore. You just, you just do your work. And that's cool. going on and how loud we were when you had something to say we heard it john i was today at lunch when i was i was in the kitchen by myself and i thought how am i ever going to get that and it was like the, as soon as the thought was in my mind the door opened and it was like you know just seeing your face it was i just thought of like how many times during this whole weekend like you've been willing to do what was you know, whatever was needed and you know I knew you came to do something else but like you just took over took care of it and then you know moved on to the next thing and I've just um I've loved having you here and having you a part of we you know we're up here doing shoveling shit or somebody's in this major chaos and I kept looking over and I'd see you sitting there going go go go, go, go. And you had this smile on your face and then you'd like throw these comments out that would be, that would add like this, like salt. Like, you know, <laughs> what were we missing? We missed yes. some salt. And it was like, you, and it was so great. I, this ingredient that you would throw in that would just make something possible. And you always had it from a, there was a cheerfulness, even in the most terrible of situations. And I, that's how I experience you. Like you're, you add salt at the right time. John, I have, I have had the sense all along that I never doubted you would be here. I didn't know how you were going to get here, but I never doubted you would be here. And I knew, I just knew all along that it was so important for you to be here. And you, I feel like you added, there would just have been a big hole if you hadn't been here. You brought so much to this whole weekend. And I heard, and I heard a lot of wisdom from you, in addition to a lot of support for people. I heard a lot of just really wisdom from you. And I don't know what you do with Fred, but you left him outside somewhere. Not that Fred. <laughs> Gremlin <laughs> Fred. <laughs> Gremlin yeah. Fred. I never saw him. I, I never experienced him. And I got to experience you. And it was just sheer delight. And I want to echo that because my experience with you and during the creative possibility actually the feedback that you gave me was to the core and it blessed me because I really heard it in a way I hadn't heard it before and I felt your heart as you were giving it because it was with a sword you know but it, it went in and I thank you and I don't ever think of you as invisible <laughs> I always notice your presence and this weekend there were several times I had to go now where is John 
and I would look up and you would be doing something for somebody or you would be in the kitchen preparing the space and so it was like you were serving and moving in a way like I've never seen you before and I couldn't get enough of being with you mm -hmm. and I just wanted to be with you I remember the first time I ever met you John he was this big bear of a man and there was you know he took up a lot of space and I didn't get enough process and all I experience now is this, every time I see you it's welcoming John, it was really great connecting with you this afternoon and having some time where we could just sit and talk for a few minutes. I mean, it was like it was really a heart-level talk. Wonderful. John, it was nice to watch you carry your <clears throat> your other world stuff in here as if it was holding you back and dragging you a little bit, but it was like, oh, the hell with it. You know, the hell with it. I'm here. I'm going to be here. And, and it, it just, it was, it was good for me to watch and meaningful. John, I just want to say thanks for being such a generous, warm-hearted person and how, how much love you bring to people in situations. David, I want to say that your legend didn't precede you with me because I hadn't heard anything about you. But, but what I have heard this weekend about like, what you do and, and why you do it is it just blows me away that you care that anyone would care that much. So I, I just I just want to thank you that you're caring in the world. For me, it's I look at you and you demonstrated one of the most magical moments I have ever experienced in any event and in any intensive. In that moment, the space was transformed. And you did that through making a conscious offering. And it is an example that's going to stay with me forever. I will always remember that conscious offering. I want to thank you and acknowledge your trust when, when you let Rose touch you and when you let everybody kind of lead you back home to your heart and just were just vulnerable with us and it was we all just just i'm just grateful for that thank you i really want to um acknowledge that first just the courage to come to some place like this and do something like this it's so easy most people most people with your level of skill and credentials and experience would never risk have it looking at something else and so for you to have come to begin with is just to me a huge statement about who you really are and then for you to be in the fire you've been in the fire mm -hmm. the whole time you've been burning on a spit and you stayed in it that's just that's amazing and that's that is sheer courage and and you want something else and i'm so i'm so excited for you and for the people whose lives you've touched. Yeah. David, you are brave. And you are the person, like I said earlier, that has taken the event into prison. And you're here for all those guys to speak to, the staff and your family. 
your, fam your family, the staff, and all those guys. And I know that you're going to pay a lot back. He's going to inspire. Mm -hmm. And I want to thank you for for holding such a big vision and for standing in the mission that you've taken on. Because, you know, there's such a difference in you now than from when you first walked in the door here this week. And it's like you're open to the feedback. You're taking it in.